Let's talk about it. This is the podcast where Jamie and Kirsten talk about everything. No limits, no boundaries. Join us while we talk about what really goes on in our lives. Anything goes. So without further ado, let's Let's talk talk about it. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. Um, wow, I feel like the energy is just so different. <laughs> the energy's whack, you guys. So good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk About It. Um, a little bit of a different setup going on here. Kirsten and I are in different locations for the first time. This is so weird. So strange. The energy is just off, but we're gonna make it work. I mean, you gotta. I feel like do. this is like my trial run to force you to move you to new york with me so we don't have to do it separately exactly yeah this is our trial run um of separate locations but we're gonna make it work um good evening you sexy fuckers good evening you sexy fuckers um so i'll just start by saying why we are in different locations yeah so I'm a dumbass, and <laughs> I don't know how to say no to anyone. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I worked the next seven days in a row. That's so whack. And this is the only time that I had time to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. I genuinely thought about asking you to skip a week. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, no. Why am I going to push off doing something that I love? Mm-hmm. Because I put myself in a situation where I, mean, I had to work all these days yeah it might I mean it probably wasn't the smartest idea to agree to all of this work but respect you're a working woman you know I was like talking to one of my coworkers about how I'm burning myself out so fast yeah um and she was like learning no was like the best thing that I just like discovered to do and I was like mm-hmm. okay but you make it sound easy. <laughs> like, right. I can't just say no. And she's like, no, because that's how people take advantage of you. This and is true. She's like, once I started saying no, people mm. started respecting me more. A hundred percent. And I, and I was like, you know what? That's a really good point. I think it's good that you're aware. And I mean, you can really only go up from there. And it's going to take time. It's not something that you can just do overnight. But I think if you're aware of it, you can start working towards learning how to say no to people. Right. But like, I've been saying that I'm going to start saying no for years. And I have Mm -hmm. yet to do that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think you'll figure it out. You always do. Um, Like, the other day, I try to stick up for myself in a work situation. Yeah. And I was like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? And then immediately just, like, change exactly what I was going to say into, like, something completely unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely it's something. It's all right. It's okay. Definitely got to we'll work get on there. It. Yeah. Anyways, um, should we do a little weekly check-in? We should. I just want to say real quick, I am mm-hmm. sorry if you guys hear my stomach growling. I have not <laughs> ate anything today. No, you're good. I'm it is 4 p.m. Boat. and I have yeah, not ate. Me neither. The only thing I've had today is a large coffee from McDonald's. <laughs> oh, I know that fucked your stomach up. Surprisingly, no. This is really? actually way too much information, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I'm constipated right now. And I was so I was Girl, I me- felt that. Yeah, so I was thinking maybe the coffee would move everything along. Nothing. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you hear that notification? Yeah. Is it on um, your laptop? 
Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I'm constipated, and I thought the coffee would move it, move it along. Nothing, and that's really frustrating because it. I mean, how can coffee not make you shit? But right, I'm backed up right now, so I guess we'll just see what happens if I have to run to the bathroom in the middle of this. So be it. But we'll see. You have all the time today. Yeah. So we'll see. Anyways. All right. Do you want to start with your weekly check-in? How are you um, doing? Sure. So this is obviously a little different since it's a weekday. We usually film on Saturdays or Sundays, so not a whole lot's been going on. Um, what have I done this week? Oh, oh, I could give a little bit of an update as far as the boat situation goes. <laughs> You're not happy about going to the boat yesterday. I was not. I had a long day yesterday. Um, I had to like wake up early to babysit my nephews really quick um, so my sister could do something. And then after that, I had to go to Cleveland with my dad to figure out this whole boat situation. And basically, I'm trying to not bore the listeners with this because it's just a lot of fucking technical shit. But <laughs> basically what happened is... Basically, your dad should buy a new boat. <laughs> my dad's gonna fuck with you because I told him you said that and he's like that's fine the next time she comes over I'm gonna ask her for her wallet so she can buy me <laughs> I'll be like Ron <laughs> Ron I was just playing yeah, so... oh he's gonna drag me so hard and I'm not gonna know how to respond so I'm just funny. gonna be like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's so funny but so basically what happened we've kind of gotten some answers as far as the malfunction um there's a part under the boat, it's called a water pump, and basically what it does is it brings water in and cools the engine. I'm trying to, like, make it as easy to understand. So basically there's this part, and basically what happened is this part didn't work, and so the hole underneath overheated and melted half of the important parts in the boat. Oh, it no. Was, it was melted. So my dad takes these parts out. They're fucking melted to shit. And so we were like, fuck. So we have to get, like, brand new parts. This It's crazy how expensive this shit is. This one part that we need is, like, almost... It's, like, $1,000 for, like, one little part. Okay, and how many little parts do you need? Several. So okay, no. so you're basically rebuilding the boat. Yeah, which is so shit so, because so we Ron, half of it like earlier in the summer. Ron, I'm just making a um obvious suggestion. <laughs> At this point, if you're gonna spend all the money mm. to buy all these little parts to rebuild your boat, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it wouldn't it be like a good idea just so you know like do right. a little boat shopping <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but so basically right now the boat is out of the water on dry dock we're gonna replace a few parts and hopefully get it back in by mid-august we'll see um, but as of now there's no fishing trips for us um hopefully we'll get to use it a little bit once it's back in the water we'll see but um yeah other than that, yeah, that happened yesterday. We went and got all those parts, and I was awake, and I was, like, running on four hours of sleep yesterday. And Love that for you. I got home in the evening, and I went to sleep at, like, 7. And Dude, I you woke- slept so long. I slept so long. I went to sleep at, like, 7. I woke up in the middle of the night at, like, 1 a.m., and then was able to fall back asleep until, like, 10 this morning. So I got a lot of Goals. sleep. 
yeah so i'm hoping that doesn't fuck with my sleep schedule because i've kind of i mean it's still not where it should be but i'm not staying up all night anymore mm-hmm. so well, that's, i'm that's progress hope, yeah i'm hoping that doesn't fuck it up and i'm able to sleep tonight but we'll see anyways you know i'm just thinking that like i'm so glad that you're gonna have to come to my house next week to film the podcast mm-hmm. because uh Jared and tiffany will be here yeah I, I was wondering i was gonna ask you when they were coming home i wasn't sure i thought it might have been this weekend but um well if you went back to our last podcast i did say this weekend mm. but i'm a fucking idiot no, and all okay. week i thought it was the second week into august for some reason and <laughs> yeah. it is definitely not <laughs> yeah well that's good to know yeah i'm excited to see them we love that it's good stuff but since you're gonna have to be at my house to film the podcast next week while they're here that mm-hmm. buys me some more time away from ron so hopefully he'll forget <laughs> that you just mentioned it to me because i'm just thinking my brain it's just like turning no on, it's so funny on different like responses because i'm yeah. so socially awkward it's the way no. that i would literally just stand there and just like stare at him and be like ah, 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 ah. <laughs> he thinks it's so funny no he's so <laughs> funny he tries this is something he's always done and he's never been successful he tries to embarrass me in front of my friends but i'm so like i don't give a fuck <laughs> and i've never taken myself seriously so it never works like he's able to embarrass like my twin sister she gets embarrassed by everything not me like he'll try and like embarrass me in front of my friends and it never works because i just like don't give a shit but that's really connie yeah like- Connie, she doesn't realize like what she's doing is actually like so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so he thinks it's so funny that you said that though. Um, but I guess we'll just, just a suggestion. <laughs> we'll just have to wait and see. <laughs> Anyways, what have you been up to this week? Um, uh, working. Yeah, you've been a fucking busy girl. Um, this week I have worked a lot, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, what else have I done this week? I feel like... Um... Well, today was my day off, and Mm -hmm. I have spent it exactly how I wanted to. I have not left this bed. As you should, ma'am. You deserve it. You deserve a day off. But I've been having, like, a hard time lately sleeping, I feel like you. I know, yeah. Where, like, I'll be able to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. But I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be up for hours. Yeah. And that has happened literally all week long, the past couple yeah. weeks. And like yeah, it definitely weeks. has. That's been happening to you. I wonder why. Um, Today, I was like, I'm going to, well, like last night, I went to bed around like midnight, one in the morning mm-hmm. after working two jobs. <laughs> yeah. And like, I literally, it was like seven o'clock and I was ready to go to bed, like, um as soon as my shift ended at like mm-hmm. 8 30 yeah um but i got into outer banks last night when mm. i got home yeah i stayed up watched a couple episodes fell asleep around like midnight one mm-hmm. woke up at like 2 30 that's so crazy but it's up till 2 30 to like 6 30 watching outer banks what finally like fell back asleep woke up at like 9 30 watched a couple episodes uh mm-hmm. and then i took a nap a little bit ago yeah I, I don't know how long i was asleep like an hour 
like an hour two hours nothing like what crazy. is wrong with me i don't i mean i feel like maybe you should get a sleep study done <laughs> figure out what's going on with your brain uh, <laughs> maybe you should you're i definitely should i need to go to the doctor but we know my reluctance with doctors right have you seen like season one of Outer Banks? I haven't seen it. I have no clue what it's even about, to be honest with you. I've heard all these people talking about it, but I have no clue what it's even about. Um, well, I have an issue where like it's hard for me to watch shows that I haven't watched before because my mm-hmm. anxiety is so bad. So yeah. when I watch new shows, mm-hmm. it makes my anxiety even worse because I don't know what's going to happen next. Right, yeah. And usually I end up just Googling it that's so, that's sometimes me with like a new book I just skip to the last page so I can like find out how it ends to yeah, figure out what I'm signing myself up for I'll google like what's happening like in a couple episodes before like I did that with the first season of Outer mm-hmm. Banks and I had to take like a couple of days break from it because it's making me so anxious mm-hmm. yeah but like um I feel proud of myself I've been able to not spoil it good this second season granted I haven't had time to watch it and it came out like a week and a half ago mm-hmm. so I've seen like some spoilers online right, yeah but nothing like too major mm-hmm. um what else have I done this week that's like entertaining mm. oh I guess I can congratulate myself mm-hmm. it's been a full week of me not buying a single vinyl this is progress you guys i don't think we've completely died like we haven't gotten into this um kirsten has a i am so passionate about it because it's been like (laughs) so long of me i've seen when the addiction developed and i've watched it throughout i've seen (laughs) your vinyl addiction in like real time you guys kirsten is addicted to buying vinyls she just is and i I've witnessed it from the start, so I feel really, like, special that I've watched your addiction just spiral. You literally have a vinyl addiction, Kirsten. I do. I'll admit it. Like, when I I first started collecting vinyl, I only... You had, like... It's so funny. I want to say I I had, like, ten... Like, when I first met you, you had, like, four vinyls. And now you have, like, so many... Yeah, I would say I bought like four and then like mm-hmm. I got some from my mom. Yeah. And like I like ones. It's crazy. You and so many. Now I have like a bookshelf and I have so many filled, which it's a fun hobby. It's a fun collection, but it's an expensive. Oh, my God. It's collection. so expensive. It's an expensive collection. Um, I was like justifying to Jamie about like last month of that I didn't spend a lot of money on vinyl and then I remembered how much I spent because yeah. I only remembered one trip that I took mm-hmm. <laughs> to the record store. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I only spent like thirty dollars this month on vinyl. And then I was like, Oh, this was also the <laughs> same for month. the other like hundred fifty. <laughs> like this was the same month and so was this one and this yeah. one. Yeah. um like the one trip i spent like 75 the other one was like 60 the other so like, i ordered online hand. was like it's getting out of hand but 30, i am proud of you 25 like, you went a whole week that's really impressive you know today i was gonna go to the record store <laughs> and i didn't feel like getting out of bed so well maybe this that's a good thing maybe it's for the best i have vowed not to buy another vinyl mm-hmm. until 
my Ashlyn vinyl comes. Love it. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm excited. Have you got any like confirmation about yours? I have not. I think I got an, I want to say I got an email, but I think I've just seen people starting to get theirs. I don't know if I've gotten Mm -hmm. an email from her team. Because supposedly we were supposed to get them on the 30th of July. Mm. However, when I bought it, I was like, buying it very fast and i put the wrong phone number in to like get like, the oh, confirmation so, yeah. for when it ships mm-hmm. it was off by like one digit so when it comes really? i guess it's yeah. gonna be a surprise yeah that's fun we love that um i don't know i've only ordered merch from her one time and it was a pre-order and it took a really long time to really ship. so i guess we'll have to wait and see if anything okay changed. then maybe i will be buying a vinyl before then <laughs> we'll see i don't know it was her like first merch drop she ever took oh, okay. so i don't know if it's gonna change or not but at least it's not like harry's merch team harry styles get yourself a new merch team for fuck's <laughs> sake you you i know you see people talking about it like <laughs> come on lad it's just out of hand but no that's okay we love him for it um, we do well speaking of harry mm-hmm. i guess we could just go ahead and dive in to like something i had noted about him sure so the iconic tiny desk mm-hmm. concert so iconic. we love the tiny desk performance um one of harry's band members mm-hmm. nio she does some little backup vocals during that performance yeah and I'm so, like, <coughs> sick of people just being so unnecessarily mean for absolutely no reason. I don't. Have you seen anything about her? I haven't. What are people saying? Well, it's been all over, like, my Twitter and my, like, TikTok lately. And they're, like, calling her, like, a rat and, like, telling her That's to, like, shut up. And, like, why rude. is she singing? Why is she singing so loud? Like, why is What's- that necessary? First of all, it's just rude. Second of all, clearly she's talented enough if she's in Harry's band. She's She's so talented. talented. She has this beautiful voice. Yeah, so, and I just think it's really bizarre that these people, they love Harry, they love his music, all of that. You know what's ironic? The people that have treat people with kindness. That's what I was about to say. And it's like, when I saw that, that he's like proud to like call you a fan when you're being so unnecessarily rude for no reason, like. When I saw that, like, I was reading the comments and every, like, bad comment about her mm-hmm. and the person who posted it yeah. had that in their bio. And I it's was ridiculous. Like, Go back and re-listen to that song and maybe get it through your thick fucking head that he wants you to be kind and not fucking mean all the time. I'm so sick. And it's always, it's, and I'm it's sorry, crazy I because it's these people behind a social media account that you know would never say anything like this in front to of your someone. face right and that drives me nuts because it's like you're they act so different online and it's just not right and that's the whole fucking issue with social media is people feel like they're so powerful because they can hide behind a phone and right it's fucked up i don't i just couldn't imagine myself taking the time out of my day right like to say something like that or like post something like that like that's like, yeah what was the reason and i'll never understand that like what if you don't like someone and this can go for celebrities people in your everyday life this goes for anyone if you don't like someone why do you go out of your way to like 
talk talk about them or talk to them talk shit why do you even waste your time if you already don't like someone it's just like i don't i can't wrap my head around it because it just doesn't make any sense like clearly you're like there's some sort of i don't know if it's jealousy i don't know what it is about these you know, people i completely whoa hmm? one of my posters fell off my wall sorry oh. um you're good what i completely agree with that statement mm-hmm. however I don't want people to think that I'm contradict, like we're contradicting ourselves by saying that mm, for sure. When we call people out for like shitty things they do, that's different. For sure. And honestly, like, like at the end of the day, like a lot of what we talk about on this podcast is, I hate to like it sounds so stupid, but we're like giving news on things, and obviously we're giving our unwarranted opinion. But right, it's like, not if like we're doing- going out of our way to like talk shit about someone for no reason like if you're doing shit like jake paul or like dirty dom exactly. like i'm gonna call you the fuck out a hundred percent and that's honestly but i'm not like if you're that's like a, we're doing like it as a source of entertainment not to be a dick you know right and i you know and i don't know how to explain it and just like bringing light to the situation in general mm-hmm. yeah but and that's not for everybody that's completely Some people don't care and that's totally fine yeah. But going out of your way to post something about, like, a sweet human being that did absolutely nothing yeah, wrong. Like, exactly. degrading their looks, degrading the way that they sound singing. Like, you're a Which fucking is, asshole. I've always said this bothers me so much is when people come for someone's look and the way they look. First of all, it's just such a low blow. Oh, my it, God. She is so foremost, hot. Like, such she's a low honey. blow. So, like, so below the belt. Second of all. Why does it bother you that you don't find someone attractive? Why are you mad if you think someone else is ugly? Why does that yes. bother you? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, worry about yourself. Like, I don't understand why, like, why you would feel compelled to come for the way someone looks. It doesn't matter, like, first of all. Louder of all, for the people in the back. Why, like, why are you mad that you find someone ugly? Like, it just does not make sense. <laughs> like that literally does not make sense to me it never has right that that you have like such a valid point like why are you so mad that you're going out of your way <laughs> to screen record a video of someone yeah opening another app right and then writing a caption to it like that takes so much time like why are you mad that someone's ugly and she's not ugly she's a beautiful beautiful person but why are you mad that someone's like ugly? That doesn't make sense. Like I don't. Why get are you it. mad that she's singing? First Ex- of all, like right. when you, it's like I think we could all objectively say she's a great singer. She's super talented. Like, um, that's like one of my favorite performances of Adore You. Oh my and god, I stand by so that. Good. Like the so harmony, the harmonies with her and him. Like mm-hmm. it's such, it's so good. She's so talented. Like when I sing "Adore You" in the car, I catch mm-hmm. myself like doing, doing her it. harmonies. Yeah, exactly. So like, fuck right off. Leave that poor girl alone. I know. I just feel so bad. People, it's just fucked. It's like again, like girly, he wouldn't be very happy if he knew that you were posting that about like right someone that he cares about and someone that is very talented yeah it's sad i just i don't understand these people you know they i don't get it i don't get it i never will i will never understand the way the world works where these people talk shit i don't understand it like why do you fucking care like if you don't like something just it's pathetic like don't talk about it it doesn't like you take time out of your day to like post online being mean 
Do you have that much time on your hands? Like, are you that bored? I don't get it. I am so sorry, guys. I keep getting all these notifications. I'm gonna. What app is it? Is it Twitter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I muted the notifications, so hopefully that'll not happen again. Um. Let's see. What else do I have to fucking talk about? Oh, I have something that we need to get done today. Okay. We have to send in our email for the SNL ticket raffle. Oh, do we need to do that today? Yeah. I forgot about it until now. (laughs) Okay. Also, I want to talk about (laughs) how I'm a fucking idiot. Why? (laughs) So, last week... I was getting everything edited and ready to post. (laughs) This is so funny. And this just goes to show why I like write the descriptions and titles. (laughs) Kirstie didn't do too well in English class. You know, and I fully blame it on the fact that I was multitasking. A hundred percent. That's like such a cop out. It is a a cop out. I was on the phone FaceTiming <laughs> while I was yeah. editing and posting. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just and blame it the, on that. The fact that, like, I still posted it and, like, didn't read it. You didn't catch it. I didn't proofread the title or the description, so you I don't know. proofread shit because I had to go. <laughs> was, the descri- was there oh, anything in the description? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I, I didn't I didn't read over it. I, so, I'll fully admit it. Like I didn't so, proofread it. I didn't like yeah. I just I was <laughs> getting it. it. I was just trying to get it done. So basically what happens is with these episodes <laughs> is I write the description and sometimes we'll work together to figure out a title, whatever, and I write it all down, copy this and paste. Is so embarrassing. And so this previous episode, I had fallen asleep on the night that we needed to schedule to post. And um, so Kirsten was like, oh, I'll do it. No worries. So you took it about yourself to write the description and the title, which I'm so grateful for. And I had it all scheduled. It gets posted. It goes up. And I'm like, okay, so The fact that I posted it onto my social media and didn't catch it so i so the episode goes up i go um to get the link so i can tweet it and put it on instagram and i get this link pulled up and i'm like what the fuck does that say (laughs) and so i read it and i'm like there's no way so i go on spotify sure as fuck there's like so embarrassed craziest spelling error in the title and i'm like what the fuck is she doing so i like go on soundcloud which the is our baby host. is loosing the, loosing. the baby is loosing the, the bookings and i'm like there's no way so i go on soundcloud <laughs> which is where we host this and it goes everywhere from that and so i go on soundcloud sure as fuck i like read it i'm like how so i'm like okay let me just fix it really quick so i edit the title get it all taken care of and then i'm like mm, let me proofread the description what did i do with the description just the I grammatical read- errors <laughs> <laughs> you said um there and it's something that people might not even catch but i'm such a stickler when it comes to grammar yeah i fucking suck at it, grammar i can actually let me pull it um let me pull it up let me look because i just thought it's just shit like that that i catch and i'm like oh that it just bugs me and it was something in the description it said 
um, Hayes Greer's recent arrest in Jamie's and Kirsten's experience when it should have just been in Jamie and Kirsten's. And like you put an S on the end of my name and it pissed me off. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I had to fix it because grammar, I'm like, I've always been this way where I hate. Okay, grammar, please. I just hate grammatical errors. It bothers me. So I, I went through and there were a few other like punctuation issues that I fixed, but it, it was nothing too crazy. But yeah, I went through and I had to take it all. I had to fix it all. And then, but it was okay. I just thought it was so funny. The spelling error in the title. I was laughing so hard when you pointed it out. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't even going to point it out, but then I was like, I mean, this is funny as fuck. I have no, to No, that's like, fucking funny. Something. Yeah, I had to Dude, say I was it, so embarrassed. No. What's funny okay. is I was on the phone with Tanner while I was, like, writing the description and the title, and I read him the title and, like, didn't even catch it. <laughs> catch it. Because I read it's it to okay. him, I was like, haha, this is funny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, it was a great title. It was such a funny, like, play on words, and it's just unfortunately. <laughs> it, just, it just felt a little flat. It 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 didn't. I mean, it fell a little flat on paper when you like look at it. When you read it, good. <laughs> Looking at the spelling error in the word "losing" just really like it. It fell. It fell a little short, but it's so funny. So funny. So um, but you know what? It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, it all worked out, but it was so funny. So. That was the thing that happened. Um, last night, mm-hmm. when I was laying watching Outer Banks, mm-hmm. I, I would just get these, like, random thoughts. Like, there's nothing that goes on in my fucking head, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> no thoughts had empty. <laughs> no thoughts had empty. Yeah. And I just started cracking up laughing because mm-hmm. I was like, wedding vows are so awkward. <laughs> wedding vows? Like, yeah. Are like- we talking, like, when you write your vows yourself? Yeah, like imagine okay. busting out a piece of paper and like <laughs> reading a love letter. Like, no, I could, you're absolutely right. Like, I'm not shaming that, like, at all. Like, that's romantic. That is 100%. cute. But, like, I'm so socially awkward. Right. Like, imagine me, like, busting out my fucking, like, notebook, college ruled paper <laughs> <laughs> with my fucking grammatical. Aaron. And it's one thing because it's, it's so silly on like a, a spiral like notebook paper, but it's also <laughs> so weird if you bust out like your phone or like an iPad. Like it's even weirder then. <laughs> Can you imagine you whip out your Nintendo DS <laughs> on the notes and <laughs> read it on that? Dry race board? No, for sure. On like a calculator. <laughs> what, what are those like doodle pad things? <laughs> like. <laughs> my niece has one of those <laughs> that's so funny no you're absolutely right you make a good point because in it's the pressure of vows the I mean, pressure yes yeah, like and there's so many people watching you like you gotta just, like declare your love for someone like, in front of all these people and you only get one shot like like that makes me so anxious and like <laughs> feeling mm-hmm. awkward just thinking about how vulnerable you yeah. are while you're standing there with your fucking college ruled paper <laughs> reading about your like undying love for this person and i've honestly like being like fucking mushy and shit like i've given thought to this and because obviously like i am i talk about my i'm so bad in relationships um 
but obviously, of course, one day I'd love to be married. And I've given some right. thought to that um, on if I would do wedding vows. And I don't know if I can handle the pressure of that. I might just not. Let's just do it in private so I don't have to, like, say it in front of that many people. Okay, but and then I'm thinking about, like, doing it in private. And then imagine, like, That's it's even just you two. Yeah, more awkward, right? And you're busting out this piece of paper and reading it to them. Like, I would laugh so fucking hard. Maybe maybe the nice thing to do is just write it and give it to that person so they can just read yeah, it Yeah, it's like, I don't want to see your face while 100%. you're reading it. I don't want to be in the same <laughs> area. area. Yeah, I agree. Let me be a that's, town. Let me be a whole town over while you read that That's really shit. smart, actually. Yeah, I think because, I mean, of course, it's super romantic to profess your undying love for someone in front of all yes, these people. I think but it's, it's very like crazy. Yes, it's romantic to be like very vulnerable and put like put mm-hmm. yourself out there to express to everyone like that's your yeah. person and right. you love them unconditionally. That's a lot of pressure, though. That's a lot of but pressure. I feel like I would read like I I can't write for shit. <laughs> Yo, I'll write your vows for you. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna have to write them for me. Okay. Um like and I can't read out loud. Mm-hmm. That's so true. <laughs> like I'd be like stuttering. Like stuttering over your words. And then I'm like, okay, I lost my place. Let me restart. <laughs> Even though, picture this, you hold your paper, you have to have someone hold the microphone for you, and you're using your other finger to, like, <laughs> That's literally mark your place. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god, I love that. That's hilarious. Maybe cue cards? You yeah. Know? I don't like, know. Something. Even, but I, I'm really awkward with other people's emotions, because, mm-hmm. like, there's just something in me that doesn't know how to respond to that appropriately. So if some person on the other end of the altar is reading me their vows... You can just start laughing. (laughs) And they're, like, getting emotional. Yeah. I would fucking laugh. Yeah. No, I see that 100%, and I'm kind of the same way where... I'd be like, oh my god, it's so cute, but, like, (laughs) ha-ha. Yeah. No, that's actually a really good point. And I think that kind of ties along with we like romance, but how do you handle it? And that gets into the next topic of you and I never being on dates. I'm such like a romantic little sap. Like yeah. I'm like so sappy. Mm-hmm. But we um, never how is that even possible though? If you think about the fact that we've we're, been in our, re- <laughs> we're in our 20s, we've been in several relationships and we've never been on a date. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I guess I can talk for myself. I've literally never, I mean, I've only been in like, <laughs> I don't want to. I've it, been in a serious relationship. Yeah. It, it was a, a, okay. Yeah. Let's, it's, it was one serious relationship. And of course, how serious can it be when you're in high school? But to me, it was serious. And, right. um, Valid. Like I would agree. Same. Well, and that was really the only relationship I've ever been in. I had one boyfriend in high school for a week, and then it, <laughs> I I broke up with him. And then after that, I haven't dated since. So I've only been in one real relationship, and I'm not gonna shit on this person because there's no need to. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think I went out of my way to like go on dates but i don't even think it could be classified as a date 
You know what I mean? It was never anything. It's not like your stereotypical date, I guess, mm-hmm. which I would like to go on one day. And like, I, I organized you, every like. Hang like you've never out. been like asked to like go. To I've never been asked like on a, a date. Okay, exactly. Yeah. I I've initiated dates, but it wasn't ever like that. And I I guess yeah, I always kind of initiated it, and I've never been asked out on a date before, and that's weird to me. I've never had like. <laughs> This is pathetic, but like, I've never had someone like be romantic towards me, and that's crazy. No, I I completely am in the same boat. Like, I've never had someone like open my car door for me and shut it. I've never had someone walk me to my door and like <laughs> say goodnight. Like nothing. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Uh, no, I I can't say it's crazy because I'm You're in the same boat, exactly. Jamie dogs me so hard for my... <laughs> I do. I have relationships. for your throat for your past relationships, and I will always be vocal about how fucking terrible they were and how b- much better you deserved. Um, I have a thing where I, ha- I have abandonment issues because yeah. of my father. I have daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but that comes into play in my relationships as well. I have For abandonment sure. issues, and you can treat me so fucking horribly, and I will mm-hmm. not leave you because I feel like I need you. Right. Um, and that's okay to an extent, but after some of the stories I have heard of your relationship, I almost want to hit you in the face, <laughs> <laughs> like smack was, some sense into you. I was. <laughs> I was telling Jamie. When we were like first talking to each other about like how we'd never been on dates before, mm-hmm. that uh, I was like, "Yeah, like when I lost my virginity." Uh, yeah. Immediately after, <laughs> my boyfriend at the time mm-hmm. went and picked another girl up in in my car. Can you and, even imagine? And told me to stay at his house, and I was like, "I'm not staying at." your house but and i think what he did was even more disrespectful than you staying at his house he made you get in your <laughs> own back seat of your own car while he picked up a new girl in your car while you were in the back seat are we joking <laughs> on what fucking planet would you ever allow that to happen dude i would have decked <laughs> this man in the face so hard there's no shot like what like what clearly i have no self-respect i just hope you like i said i wasn't your friend then i will never allow a man to ever treat you you know what's worse it's that entire day i thought i was going to his house for him to break up with me (laughs) i feel like that would have been better (laughs) it would have been better it would have been better um yeah and i you know I think it, that's something that you and I both, we've been in, you know, very toxic relationships and, and I'm the same way. I have abandonment issues with my own, you know, things that have happened. And it is like that, you know, you're in a horrible situation, but you can't get yourself to see it for what it is and just mm-hmm. leave. So you just put up with people fucking walking all over you and treating you like shit. And that's not fair. And that's something that I'm glad I learned after the fact that when I got out of a bad relationship and I was like, wow, I cannot believe that I let you treat me that shitty when, and it's me we're talking about. I don't let anyone treat me like shit. I feel like, you should, like, I feel like you should tell a little story about him. Which one? About uh, 
maybe the one where he came to see you. Hang on, pause this. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. And we're back. Sorry, we just <laughs> had to discuss really quick. Um, so I what story we were talking about? So I, I could actually, I'll tell two crazy stories. Um, so um, I, got, <laughs> I got out of that one relationship and then um, I ended up, I was never dating this guy, but I was talking, you know, whatever. And he was not the nicest guy in the world. And this was kind of the last straw of me be tr- like being treated like shit. Uh, and it took me a few months to figure it out. But once I did, never went back. Um, so basically what had happened was um, when I was living on my own, um, I met this guy. I won't t- say his name. It's irrelevant now. I haven't talked to him in like over a year. But um, I met this guy and I thought he was so great. I thought he was just like the coolest guy. He's the one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, well, so I'll tell this in chronological order. I'll save the one for after this first one. So um, while I was um, living on my own in, it doesn't matter where I was. Um, I was living on my own and I was like seeing this guy. We weren't dating, whatever. And um it was the I, I'll tell three stories of this guy. So the first one is um, he was very like he was kind of like me now where he's just not emotionally available. And I always was like, mm-hmm. maybe I'll change him. Maybe I'll fix him. And so Say, I love a good fixer upper. Not me. After this, fuck that. Never again. And I feel so- that, though. It was the one night um, we had been talking for a little while and we were in my room and um we were like talking about our relationship and I was like where is this like going you know we've been like talking for how long and you haven't asked me to be your girlfriend like nothing like do you see this going anywhere and he basically said (laughs) that he was still in love with his ex-girlfriend and me being the type of person that I am I was like well why don't you try and get her back and like you know date her if you're in love with her like fuck me at this point like I want you to be happy and if she's going to make you happy, then go for it. Like, I don't fucking care. I'd rather you be happy than be miserable. And he just gives me all these excuses as to why he can't. And I'm like, well, then where do I come into play? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Right. And he was like, I want to love you. And I'm like, okay, that's good enough for me. <laughs> so I, oh, my God, me. <laughs> so I ended up staying with him. And we never, like, dated. But there was another thing that happened while I was um, – I think this is actually um, – I had moved home at this point and yeah and so I had moved back home and um we ended up talking again like long distance and it was the one day I was just telling him how I was feeling like super insecure and I just like I don't know I was just having a bad day and wasn't you know happy and keep in mind he knows about my eating disorder and my past struggles and everything Mm -hmm. and instead of doing the polite thing um he says well, then why don't you change it? Go for a run. <laughs> and I said, well, it's funny you say that because um, in the past, I've actually abused exercise and overexerted myself. And I know no. if I do, when I do that, it's never a good idea. And it's not a good idea to be in that headspace and that mindset. So I'm going to not. And he's like, well, it's literally an easy fix. If you don't like yourself, change it. And I'm like, oh, okay. my God. Okay. So um, I at that point I was like really like upset with him but it took me a little while to figure out how these things work and so 
ended up it was whatever we still talked after that fucking crazy that would never fly with me now but um and so it was like a few weeks later he drove to me um he drove to my house like from three hours away to come spend the weekend with me and I thought it would be a really nice romantic weekend whatever we would get to know each other maybe he would ask me to be his girlfriend no This man drives from Toledo to my home in buttfuck nowhere and comes to my house, spends the weekend with me, fucks me several times, (laughs) (laughs) never takes me on a date, never asks me how I'm doing. It was just sex for a weekend and then he left and didn't even like kiss me goodbye. just left and it was after that that i it was after that weekend that i was like there's no fucking way that this is ever happening again so i finally was like okay jamie get some self-respect this is because he literally just used me for a weekend and i was like okay this is fucked so i finally i was like listen like this isn't going anywhere you're not a very nice person you're not good in relationships like basically i don't want to talk to you anymore and this is how i know he didn't care Mm -hmm. because he was like okay and that was it and I was like wow so he really didn't give a fuck so but I learned like so much from past experiences and that one was really that was like okay I'm never letting anyone treat me like that ever again I deserve so much better than that so yeah after that I've been no shot am I letting a man or a woman ever treat me that way again so that's my love history what about you um I just yes I just remembered this one that I haven't told you before. Okay. Um, Because I was thinking, I was really trying to think of, like, have I ever, like, actually, like, maybe there was a date that I forgot about. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, the guy that I was dating at one mm. point, I asked if he wanted to go to the movies. Cute little date night. Love it. I don't have, like, in every single relationship of mine, I've always paid for, like, everything. Same. Which is fine. I don't have a problem doing that. Yeah, for sure. I The exact same way. I don't mind. But it is kind of nice if every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I, I initiated the, the plan. So mm-hmm. obviously, I don't have a problem paying for it. So we get right. to the movies. I get the tickets. I get the snacks. And uh, that's um, so fucked. Like, that's it. so fucked. Um, we're sitting there waiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're getting ready to go to the theater. And he goes, oh, my friend's coming. Shut the fuck up. And his friend came. No. And he, he bought... sit in between you guys? No, he... <laughs> I was in the middle. No way. What? Of him and his friend. And what's worse is he bought his friend's ticket. Are you kidding movie. me? That's so fucking rude. Why do we let these fucking mediocre guys never again will i let a mediocre fucking douchebag ever walk all over me like that and i hope you can agree because we deserve we are like we are fucking catches dude we deserve so much better than that i agree i mean like like, are are we kidding look at us talk to us we are so fucking good and we deserve you said look at us i just looked at myself and like the viewfinder of (laughs) my camera right now and it's the way that i literally in pajamas have not brushed my hair i I have nothing on my face i have like leftover makeup and and i love it and that's how you know you still look good so that's how you know you're a fucking catch yes ma'am take the compliment kirsten i will fight you on this fucking episode right now (laughs) 
Uh, that's the done. thing with us when we compliment each other we just fight <laughs> because it's one of us trying to convince the other that we're like sincere about the compliment <laughs> <laughs> but um what's it i feel like every relationship that i have or like with men mm-hmm. every relationship or what do you even want to call relationships right. that i've been in with men Mm-hmm. every single one of them has been so openly and blatantly homophobic isn't that ironic because the guy i was telling those stories about was too isn't that crazy yes and <laughs> like, that's just bizarre i was telling you the other day like if i were to be in like the relationship that i was mm-hmm. in before now it would never fucking work because right. we have extremely different views you know like i value mm-hmm. people's like you know like human rights and a hundred percent i don't like put up with like mm-hmm. just being a shitty fucking human a hundred percent um but every single like male that i've been with has always been like blatantly homophobic mm-hmm. and that was at a time where I was still trying to figure <laughs> out who I was and what I liked. That's so hard, dude. So That's it definitely so like pushed me like 20 feet back into the closet. Yeah, seriously. It's hard enough, but when you have that coming at you, that's even worse. Like I remember like my one friend, she was visiting and she is openly gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope to God, like she like was the only person really that like knew at the time that like I talked to, mm-hmm. like, hey, I like women too. Right. And I was like, I hope she doesn't say nothing about me. Like mm-hmm. girls, like, and it's so sad that like it had to be like that. Right. For sure. Like, especially with who I am now. Like, I'm proud of who I am and my sexuality, and mm-hmm. I will not stop talking about it because it took me a long time to figure out who I exactly, was. Exactly, yeah. And I sh- it's something that I struggled with. So, like, if me talking about it bothers someone, like, I don't give a fuck. Exactly, as you should. I'm proud of you. You be proud of yourself and never stop talking about it. And never Thank stop you. being proud. Because it is so hard to come to terms with that. And it, I feel that it took me so long to, like, come to terms with who I am. And I'm like, glad I did, you know. And it was hard. Right. And I, I, it's something that I... I came to terms with in high school and mm-hmm. um it was hard having to you know go through school having these fucking assholes I couldn't imagine say homophobic shit to me all the time having the teachers be openly homophobic towards mm-hmm. me like it was tough I can't imagine coming yeah. out in high school or like and that's what, like what's so crazy is like a lot of the younger youth now is coming out like at such an mm-hmm. early age which is like so brave and so crazy yeah. like I I would never be able to do that mm-hmm yeah and i so think like that props to everyone in including your own time yeah no matter what and that actually brings me to something that i think is so crazy that you and i have we never came out to each other isn't that weird it's weird for me mm-hmm. but like, i feel like it's not weird for you because like you had a girl like i had a girlfriend yeah 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 so maybe not as crazy but and you, i feel and like you, every like situation that i've been in with like a female like talking Mm -hmm. wise yeah um it hasn't really been like super public because it's Mm -hmm. never 
gotten to the point where right, like where it's like serious yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i don't even like how I did can't you even, know i it, gaydar it's gotta be <laughs> it has to be i, mean, I, I never think, came out to you well and i think it's for me i can only speak for myself when i say that straight isn't even the default for me when i talk to new people i'm like maybe i don't i automatically just I hate that maybe you are bisexual straight, straight is yeah and it's not for me like when i meet new people i'm always open to the fact that they could be gay could be straight could be bi could be whatever right. and i yeah I and just, that's how it should be and i yeah and that's how like when people like do come out to me like new people it doesn't even like phase me i'm like oh okay like i don't right. give a fuck like it right. does it's like and it's not even crazy to me if someone like, tells me they're gay like when they're like someone okay. tells me they're gay i'm like okay cool yeah, and that's it because it's not You're even like, like what are we thing. doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like not even a thing to me. It's just like, okay, well, <laughs> good. <laughs> like, I don't care. And yeah, that is crazy how you never like came. I don't even know how I knew. I feel like, yeah, it's just got to be the gaydar, honestly. Um, Maybe because you have caught me so many times sitting with my wrist. Your like, gay, gay wrist. wrist. <laughs> I guys, don't e- this is a real thing, and I'm so I don't even notice when I'm doing it. Uh, and it's so funny because I've caught myself doing the gay wrist, and I'm like, uh-huh, it's a real thing. And it is. I, love, I stand by I that. I love, I absolutely adore the google results of when you google me too me too honestly if you have a free minute just go google that i'm gonna do that right now i love the results that come up and it's just something so personal to me because it's so funny (laughs) just the first thing that comes up is just hilarious (laughs) (laughs) literally like the first 10 images yeah, so if you ever have a spare minute and you want to know my views why on a certain so, celebrity. Why, why is there so many? If you ever are curious to Why is know, there so many different options to choose from? There's so many different ones. So if you ever want to know my opinion Every era. on a certain celebrity, go ahead and Google gay wrist. And that'll every give you era. all the info you need to know. <laughs> so funny. It's literally every era. Just Google gay wrist and just take a, <laughs> take a peek at what comes up. It's so funny. But there's so many times where you have caught me and be mm-hmm. <laughs> just sitting there with yeah, my with wrist. Your, your wrist flipped. I'm like, what? Like what? And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. But we love that. That's so funny. Speaking of um gay wrist, um, this is just something that makes sense in my head and your head to transition into what I want to talk about to next is um something that happened this previous week with One Direction's um YouTube account. <laughs> And I know that's not a swift transition. That was not made, a swift transition at but all. But it, it made sense fuck? in my it made sense in my head, and um, yeah. So I think we should dive into that before. <laughs> I think we should dive into that before this episode is over. Um, yes. So um, you want to lay it out for us? Yeah. Last week, we I spent the night at Jamie's because we did the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I wake up significantly earlier than Jamie, so Always. I um I have a lot. There's a lot going on on my phone. Yeah, lots of I, notifications. A lot of notifications. One being from the One Direction YouTube account, and I'm like, <laughs> what? But by yeah. the time that mm-hmm. I was to click on it, the video was not there anymore. Right. So I opened Twitter up. It is a fucking dumpster fire. Yeah. And when I wake up, I wake up to Kirsten saying, Jamie, go look your, on your Twitter. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so Rebecca Ferguson, she mm-hmm. was a contestant on X Factor, uh, also a part of Modest Management. 
mm-hmm. um, which has a lot to do with people like Simon Cowell, who we all right. fucking hate. Yeah. Um, she has been very open recently about like, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell my story about what happened to me. Right. And I Just don't care. Treatment. Yeah. She's I don't care what anyone has to say about me in this industry. Like she was mm-hmm. manipulated. She was treated so horribly. Right. Um, fucking like blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking crazy how she was treated. And it's crazy to think of how many other people were treated the exact same, if yes. not worse. By these like powerful men and women mm-hmm. and it's it's scary and it's sad and I my heart breaks for her and I'm so yeah. glad that she's been able to talk like about most it. recently to be very vocal about it mm-hmm. and share her story and that people are like recognizing it and like right. bringing attention to it mm-hmm. but she has um uh, an audio recording of her singing teardrops right and it was posted onto the One Direction YouTube account. Yeah, and I think it's also important to note that the lyrics in the description of that video were to an entire different song. And something just a little weird is the fact that the art of the cover was actually different than the original and it had Rainbow edited mm-hmm. onto it. So just things to note. And... I think when I look at that, you know, people automatically go to the conclusion of, oh, it must have been a mistake. It must have been an accident. But it's a really convenient accident to type in completely different lyrics to the song that she's singing. Uh, it's not a completely, like, it's completely intentional if you're posting on accounts that hasn't been posted on in how it long. It has. I mean, and it, it was scheduled to post. So someone schedules this post, the lyrics are completely wrong, the album art is different, all of the shit. How could you not notice that it was not on the right account? <laughs> like, and I think she was really confused too. Rebecca had no idea that this was happening. She was confused, and uh, I she had a lot to imagine. say about it. Um, she, she did, was like, yeah. "Wow, this is getting good." She's like, "I don't know if this was like an honest mistake or what," but right. either way, like, hello, yeah, um, super crazy. She, I'll read some of her posts from that day. Mm-hmm. She's like, just thought they would shut up and shop and it'll all be over. I trend worldwide and everyone is reading about what they did to me. The good Lord mm-hmm. certainly knows how to dish out karma. And like, good right. for her. I'm yeah. so happy that her people are finally recognizing mm-hmm. what she went through. And then right. she also said something which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like after she posted it, she's like, aha, like, looks like I'm the new member. Yeah. And then followed it up with, I will also be managing them. They can leave when the management contract, the management contract, whenever they like and work as little or as much they like. And I will not be running their companies for them as a director. They will run their own relationships will not be manipulated. Exactly. And I think that's something that's so important because throughout the years, it's not been a secret as to how One Direction's management treated them and how they worked them. I mean, we're talking how many albums how many tours that's not normal and i think it's crazy that back then when they were doing all that stuff it was exciting but now you know you're older and you look and think that's not Mm -hmm. normal no one else is doing that no one's touring every year nobody's putting out albums every year no one's recording albums while they're on tour like it's too much and i don't know how anyone could handle it let alone young fucking kids i mean they were kids 
Right. And I hope that um, Rebecca gets like provided a platform, like a mm-hmm. like she does have a platform, but I hope she gets provided like more attention and mm-hmm. a larger platform from like people that are also in the industry. Right. So she can speak her truth and like it would be so wonderful she got like a documentary type thing about it, it. yeah I know I would be like, I want to so know what's going on behind the scenes know. yeah because and it's great what she's doing she's been trying to put together something that protects artists from this kind of like treatment and that's important honestly it is and I I just like my heart breaks for her like she's going after her dream and like mm-hmm. this yeah. was the outcome and that's and it's the case for so many other people and it's mm-hmm. so sad that this happens and and especially it's happening to these like young you know like impressionable teenagers who just have like a dream and they want to be famous right. and especially and when you're young they're so naive and something is know. getting like presented to you mm-hmm. you're obviously going to jump on the opportunity of course and i can't even like and you see cases of these celebrities and they try to do something and they've signed contracts and of course they sign contracts without lawyers because they're young and they don't know mm-hmm. any better and then it's fucked and they can't do anything about it. But even that, um, the people behind the scenes that are creating these contracts and like being mm. so manipulative and just yeah. awful, yeah, they're very powerful, successful people. Like they... Mm-hmm. Like, if their name is going to get tarnished, they're not going down without, like, yeah a fight. Exactly. And, yeah, it's really sad to think of, like, the fucked up things that go on behind mm-hmm. the scenes of that. But hopefully... The industry you know, is so dark and disgusting. And mm-hmm. I just hope that we could... That it could get better in the future for, for sure. And I think what she's, what she's doing is uh-huh. hopefully making a big step in a different direction for that. And... Hopefully some things will be fixed. I mean, we'll see. We'll keep everyone updated on that. But crazy um, stuff. Yeah. One last thing that I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. before we jump into song of the week is uh. So last week your song of the week was "Happier Than Ever." Yeah. I've been really jamming to that all week. Oh my god, it's a bang! And the build to it is my favorite part. I mean. I mean that part literally makes the song and it right the talent that went and into fucking thinking of that oh my god genius everyone i keeps like posting on social media different things like oh like this is about like my toxic relationship a hundred percent and i saw a tiktok that i really related to is it the this is the city you're talking about hating and it's like town it's just like rural like butt fuck nowhere because that's what i've seen is like you screaming this song and it's literally like (laughs) we live in like a small town what city are you hating i've seen that but that's not what i'm talking about i'm saying people uh they're like oh yeah people keep on relating uh, really need this to their past relationships i'm mm-hmm. I, i'm a girl with daddy issues relating it to my situation oh, for sure yeah and i was like oh my god yeah i feel that yeah oh my god i could definitely see that i mean i personally i definitely relate that song to past relationships for my own but i could definitely see how you might <laughs> relate that 
the girl mm-hmm. like put the caption she's like my dad broke my heart first and I was like oh my god same I love that yeah that's very t- yeah we love that I love it <laughs> so funny shout out to their family <laughs> yeah shout out to their families um yeah but I really I've really related to that mm-hmm. you really felt a lot that. Yeah. really felt it I love it amazing um what time are we at we're past our hour oh wow which is crazy i don't know how we did it we kind of went into this it really flew year. by it really flew by and I mean, we didn't talk about half the things i had on the list so hour three minutes yeah we're completely off the rails <laughs> all right uh song of the week what's song yours of the week uh mine is a song that just dropped today that's a fucking Ooh. banger saw it on tiktok decided to stream it it's a good one i hope you're miserable until you're dead by nessa barrett <gasps> she dropped it banger so fucking good oh, i didn't good know song. she dropped it today's I her birthday on... yeah she dropped oh it God, on her birthday fun. It's a great, great song so yeah go stream i'm gonna it. have to listen to it as soon yeah. as this is done so good um so yeah hope you're miserable until you're dead uh really felt she's that. such she a, like that. a little cutie mm-hmm. i like her yeah and that's... she has a beautiful voice mm-hmm. i mean that song i mean what a banger dude it's so good so that's mine for the week what about you um my song of the week this week is called strange mm-hmm. by celeste she is Love a it. yes british singer mm-hmm but this song is so fucking good. Yeah. I love Celeste. I think yeah. she's so incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, check it out. Love it. Good choices this week. All right. Well, should we do a little little wrap up? For um, sure. Okay. Well, this has been great. This has been fun. Tune this has been let's talk about it. I almost talked about it. I was it. like, girl. What the hell are you saying? What? Okay. This has been. Let's talk about it with Jamie with and Kirsten. Kirsten. How dare I for messing that up? <laughs> Let's just, from the top, ladies and gents. Okay. This has been great. This, this has been. Let's, Let's talk, talk about, about it, it with, with Jamie, Jamie and, and Kirsten. Kirsten. Tune in next, next week, week for some more fun. Be nice. Nice. Do good. good. Treat people, Treat people with kindness. kindness. Stay, Stay safe. safe. All the love. Peace, Peace and love. Peace and, and love. love. <laughs> All right. I'm rolling the outro. Okay. <laughs>